Hi, everybody. I am Jen Johnson, and you are watching Thought by Thought Healing, where I talk about everything related to chronic pain and chronic symptoms. I come at this from a Christian perspective, and so if that's important to you, then you are in the right place, and you should subscribe. And if you are listening on podcast platforms, please leave me a review. That's how um, this podcast gets out there so that other people know that there is a way to reverse your symptoms. I um, I recovered from a whole bunch of different chronic symptoms like chronic pain where I could barely sit, stand, um, even laying was really painful. I had terrible insomnia, had a lot of food sensitivities, um, just a, a myriad of, of, of different things that were showing up in my body that felt structural, but in fact were controlled by a dysregulated nervous system. Um, and so it's really important to me to get this hope out there so that people who are experiencing what they, what feels like structural symptoms have hope that they can recover. And so when I discovered the mind body connection, I started doing the work of, um, retraining my brain and understanding how my brain was amplifying sensations. Um, it was taking, um, neutral sensations and really amplifying them into something that was dangerous. And so as I retrained my brain, I was able to turn that off while also looking at emotionally and psychologically what I was carrying, what was, what was the weight that I was under that I did not have to carry. And so I did the work of making some adjustments in my life. Um, but mostly had to do with, uh, approach and, and mindset and, a lot of compassion and, and living an understanding of, of some of the burdens that I was carrying that were not mine. Um, and so I do this channel to get this information out there so that people can look at their own lives, understand what they are juggling and handling and um, the burdens that you are carrying so that you can also experience the freedom that I am experiencing. And for me, that journey had a lot to do with how much the Lord loves me and saw me in, um, in the pain, the emotional and physical pain that I was in. So I, uh, on this channel, I interview experts. I tell my own story. I interview people who have healed. And, um, and so today I actually want to just talk about, um, uh, Dr. John Sarno's 12 daily reminders. And so we're just going to go over those, um, because it can be really helpful for people who are um, just beginning the journey to understand what we are talking about here when we're talking about the mind-body connection. We're talking about mind-body syndrome, which is also called TMS, neuroplastic pain, neural circuit pain, psychosomatic pain, um, which has a connotation of the pain not being real, and your pain and your symptoms are very real. I just want to clarify that point. And so, um, so I just want to uh, go over Sarno's basic um, reminders, um, because those of you who are in the middle of your journey, still, we forget, we forget these things. So hopefully these are helpful for you. So, okay. This is from his book, healing back pain, which, um, I would be like showing you what it looks like. And I cannot find it for the life of me. I know it's someplace I might, maybe I lent it to somebody. I'm not sure, but, um, but luckily these 12 daily reminders are easily found online. So you can just Google this if you want to, but so these are the things you want to be, um, thinking about or, or aware of during your day. First of all, when the pain shows up, whether it's chronic or persistent, the pain, we want to remind ourselves that the pain is due to TMS, 
tension myositis syndrome or mind-body syndrome, not to a structural abnormality. And that helps us to reduce our fear around the symptoms. We're always looking at fear and attention and how uh, how we are approaching and thinking about and interacting with the sensations we're experiencing. So the first one, the pain is due to TMS, not to a structural abnormality. The second one is the direct reason for the pain is mild oxygen deprivation. So we have a lot of neuroscience that proves um, or is evidence for the mind-body connection and how our symptoms can be caused by emotions. I mean, there, there are so many examples that we know of. Embarrassment causes um, red in our cheeks. Um, being stressed out can cause like uh, our palms to be sweaty. These types of things are really apparent when we look at the physiology of emotions. Um, and so we do know that this is true. We, we have more information about this very specific thing of mild oxygen deprivation. We know that there are other things that cause um, these symptoms in our, in our bodies besides oxygen deprivation. Um, and, but at the same time, it is true that we do, um, change how we breathe. Um, when we are in fight or flight mode, um, our breathing can become more shallow and, um, not, uh, deep in a way that's, that's healing and good for the circulation and just our body functioning. So that's number two. Number three is TMS is a harmless condition caused by repressed emotions. So we want to be looking at what is what are the things we're unaware of that we are feeling. Number four, the principal emotion is my repressed anger. So for Sarno, the main emotion that he detected in his patients was anger. For me, yes, anger is the flip side of the a coin of fear, if you will. But for me, fear was my primary emotion and probably... Um, misplaced shame, but it can be really any distressing emotion. So any emotion that we are, um, that, uh, that um, shapes us and forms how we operate within life, that's, that can be an indicator that it is repressed when our life is adjusted because of an emotion that we don't want to feel. So shame might control us by not doing things that would cause us to feel embarrassed or guilty. Now, of course, there is wisdom in how we live our life, but we want to look at what are the ways that I'm adapting my life so that I don't have to feel this, this thing. Number five, TMS exists only to distract my attention from the emotions. So I look at this more uh, with the perspective of when I suppress these emotions, it has a physiological response in a reaction in our bodies. And that reaction, because of the way we are taught in Western medicine to look at symptoms, it, um, it leads me away from looking at what my, my um, emotional state might be like, maybe I'm having a really, um, uh, stressful weekend and I get a headache. Uh, I might not realize that the headache is because I'm having a really stressful um, weekend. Whereas I think Sarno is saying that the the brain is creating these sensations in order to distract us from the stress of the weekend. But I look at it a little bit differently and they're like, oh, these just have these emotions have a physiological response in my body. And it is distracting me from what is happening um, psych psychologically for me this weekend. Number six, since my back, quote, or you can replace whatever symptom you have, is basically normal, there is nothing to fear. This is important because 
if you have TMS, neuroplastic pain, your body is fine. Maybe you have normal abnormalities. You have gray hairs at the spine. You have cartilage that's shaped differently, but it does not cause pain. Maybe you have a scar. Scars do not cause pain. And so with TMS, we get to say, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just a human. And maybe I have some things about the shape of me that are slightly different, but it doesn't have to cause pain because pain is a danger signal and I'm not in danger. Uh, number seven. Okay. So number seven jumps off a number six. So I'm going to start back in. Since my back or replace with whatever pain you've got is basically normal. There is nothing to fear. Therefore, physical activity is not dangerous. And number eight, and I must resume all normal physical activity. So People deal with this differently. Some people use graded exposure or graded imagery and slowly introduce themselves to um, movement and activity um, with the body part that they have assumed previously that there was something structurally wrong. Um, and some people just jump right in. Whatever your whatever brave looks like for you is what you is what you want to do. We don't want to do these things with a ton of fear and a feeling of being scared. We want to do it with a sense of bravery and pushing in to that bravery just a little bit. Um, so if for you, you can just jump in and use your body in, in, in its full um, capacity, then do it. But if you're like me, I, I needed to take a little bit more of a gentle approach and um, lean into my bravery um, at every point that I that I could. Number nine, I will not be concerned or intimidated by the fear. So I see I see this a lot with my clients when I work with them, is that there's two things that can be happening here. One is that you are afraid of that there's something wrong with you structurally, or that you're just straight up afraid of the pain. And they're, they're, how we deal with those is, those fears is slightly different. What brave what does bravery look like with those two different avenues is going to be um, different. So not so learning to turn down the fear of the pain and what and what does that mean for you? Um, the pain is not damaging you. It's not hurting you. Um, it's just there. And how can we how can we operate in that space and continue to move forward and to live into, into our lives and how God wants us to live abundantly and lovingly? How can we um, not be afraid of the fear and instead um, live um, moving forward? Number 10, I will shift my attention from my pain to the emotional issues. And so so I just mentioned the two things. There can be a fear of there's something wrong with me, a fear of my pain, but then there's also all these other um, emotional things that we are carrying that we we may have learned certain personality traits from our childhood that now we're carrying with us. And again, we're forming our lives and the way we are approaching our lives based on some of these um, distressing emotional experiences that we had. And so how can I... Um, how can I unlearn some of those things and push past some of my fear um, so that they're not controlling, these fears are not controlling my life. These personality traits that are based in protection and avoidance are, um, are not what is forming and shaping and directing my, my life. Um, we have to start think, thinking differently so that we can behave differently. And then our, our brains start to realize like, okay, we're not gonna live according to the past anymore. We are going to change and live um, a full life. I'm going to repeat that one again. Number 10 was, I will shift my emotion or I will shift my attention from my pain to the emotional issues. 
Number 11, I intend to be in control, not my subconscious mind. In this work, we do want to be moving towards gentleness and kindness with ourselves. We are in a fear state um, or a distressing emotion state. And so compassion is really a big part of of, um, reducing that pain-fear cycle. Um, And at the same time, we want to have like a resilience and a determination to tell our subconscious mind and fears, okay, I see that we've been on this roller coaster or this Ferris wheel of of fear, uh, pain, focus cycle, and um, I don't want to be on it anymore. Um, I want to go on a different ride. And so um, having having some determination uh, to say, no, and then being diligent in that and moving towards um, moving towards life and letting go of fear. Number 12, I must think psychological at all times, not physical. And um, this is a good word, I think, just paying attention and being present in life um, instead of having our attention on our bodies and how we're always... Um, checking in and feeling how symptoms are. Is my is my headache still coming? Um, is it is it going to come on later? Or um, if I go to this place, am I going to have to sit on a hard seat and that's going to hurt too much? Um, um, if I do this thing, am I going to damage my body more? These types of body focused thoughts really do hinder um, healing. They hinder the the uh, we're we're working with our neuroplasticity, right? We're trying to change how our brain is. Um, wired and um, the habits that it's in. And so instead of thinking about what's happening with our body, which just puts you right back on that same wheel of fear pain cycle, um, instead of that, we're thinking, okay, psychologically, what's happening? How can I retrain my brain? What should I, what, what can and should I be paying attention to? And how, how does God want to be healing my emotional state and, um, what does he have for me instead of fear, instead of stress, instead of shame, um, instead of anger? What what does he um, what does he want to replace that with? And and so the first thing we have to do with that is identify it. We do not push past it or move it um, under the rug, um, pretend like it doesn't exist because that that does not work. Um, and I see that a lot in um, in Christian circles where we think it's more godly to pretend like we're not. X, Y, and Z instead to bring that, um, bring that out into the open, name it and, and see what kind of freedom, um, we have and how we get to pass through those psychological, emotional states, um, because we don't have to remain in them forever. And the first step of that is to notice them, to see what's happening. So that is Dr. Sarno's 12 daily reminders. Um, and so, um, yeah, maybe that's your goal for this next week is to, to, to write these down and think about them, um, what's happening in your life and keeping your, keeping your eyes on what's, what you're dealing with emotionally and psychologically and not on your body. So that is all I have for today. I hope that's helpful. Um, next week, I think I'm going to be having, um, Dr. Uh, John Strax and his wife, Lisa Strax. I'm really excited about it. Um, they're going to be talking about uh, relationships and parenting and anger. And I think it will be a fun. We I'm used to interviewing doctors and talking about the process of 
getting a diagnosis that's mind-body syndrome, that sort of thing. But in this case, they are willing to be vulnerable and talk about um, what it actually looks like in their marriage and in parenting to be um, to be in the know of TMS and how does that play out? How does leaning into being emotional beings that God created us to be, um, what does that look like in um, a respectful, um, loving way in relationships and parenting? So I hope you guys enjoy that. All right, that's all I have for today. I will talk to you and see you guys later.